Welcome travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. And this is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your not-so-humble guides on the quest for RPG adventures. Here at Tabletop Journeys, we are all devoted role players and storytellers at heart, and we absolutely love sharing our passion with you. On our show, we feature diverse tabletop RPG systems, demonstrating them through actual plays and breaking down the rules to provide you with tips, tools, and techniques to help you navigate them. We also love bringing the content creators behind these games into the studio to give you a peek behind the curtain with relevant and insightful interviews. Let us help you get the most out of your story, no matter what game world or system you're playing. Because detailed settings, heroic characters, diverse NPCs, and a focus on story over rules can make any campaign legendary. Hello and welcome to the 2023 D&D party via MCU Characters Draft. I am Michael and I will be your draft master for this episode. Joining us as our drafters, we have first representing the blue corner, <laughs> Lee Wanika, co-host, writer, and editor for the TTRPG podcast and content production company, Tabletop Journeys. Lee Wanika, welcome to the show. Hello, hello all. Good to see you again, Michael, Kev. Great to share screen and a conversation with you again. And Chris, Absolutely. always fun. Love seeing Dragonlance right behind you. I'm <laughs> right, just nearly done with Dragons of Fate. So, nice. oh man, such a good book, dude. If you haven't got it, get it. It is Ooh. amazing. I've got it. Just got to get to it. <laughs> Excellent. So also joining us as one of our drafters this week is Kevin. Kevin is part of the production team of Wanderer's Haven on Twitch. In addition, he's been a returning guest here on the RPG Academy a few times. He's also the U.S. Ambassador for La Nata Eterna, a new grimdark campaign setting for D&D 5th Edition, which can be found on Twitch. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Great to be back. It's always happy to sit down with you guys. And uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. I had a blast last time we did the draft, so I'm glad to be here with you guys and doing another one. It's going to be a good time. Excellent. Rounding out our drafters, representing both home and away team, we have Chris. So Chris is part of the RPG Academy faculty, co-host of detention, been around for a long time on multiple shows, but he's also the GM and favored NPCs <laughs> on the recently stopped or ended Redemption podcast. And now he's the GM for the continuation of those stories on Twitch Smugglers, or YouTube, sorry, yep. Smugglers Blues. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. This is going to be so much fun. If anyone is new here, basically what this is, we are simulcasting this podcast on all of our various feeds. So wherever you're listening to it, thank you. We will be putting together a draft today, but the winner will be decided by you, the listener. So once the episode comes out on all of our feeds, we will post on all of our various social medias that allow us to do Facebook, Twitch, or Whatever, Twitter or Z or whatever. I don't know what the hell it is now. Blue Sky, wherever. We're going to put some polls up. You get to vote for who you think put together the best, big asterisk, we're going to come back to that one later, version of our prompt. And the prompt today I'm very excited about. We are putting together the best, again, asterisk, D&D party via MCU characters. So this is Marvel Cinematic Universe only, does not include comic books, and it only includes the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. So it does not include the Fantastic Four movies, does not include X-Men, currently does include Deadpool, though it would if this came out after that movie comes out, the third <laughs> one. But it also includes TV shows. The characters chosen have to be heroes, since we are dealing with multiverse, there are variants of certain characters. If you would like, when you draft a particular character, you can tell me and tell the audience which version you are taking, but they still must be considered a heroic character. If you take someone off the board, they are off the board, including all variants. So if someone wanted to take zombie Captain America 
from the What If cartoon series that was on Disney Plus, you can, but no one else can take any version of Captain America. Does that make sense to everybody? Excellent. So we are going to go in a snake draft format, which means we will go one, two, three, three, two, one, one, two, three, until everybody has all of their picks. We are going to pick four core classes, one wild card, which can be a duplicate of another class, and then one NPC retainer kind of companion. I think of them as non-powered, but you may have a different thought and we will get into it. Now, the big thing here for this one that I think is going to make this one very interesting is we are not limiting our choices to the same classes. So some of our drafters may choose to go traditional fighter, wizard, cleric, rogue, and another drafter may want to go warlord, barbarian, sorcerer, monk. All legal. We're just going to see how we get into it. So I did a random draw from the beginning or earlier using a D12, the best die. <laughs> and yeah. our draft order will be Lewanika, Kevin, and then Chris. Oh, I think I was in the middle last time, too. So... We will kick things off. So, Lewanika, you will have two minutes. You will send me your draft through private message. You need to include the class that you are drafting as well as your MCU character. If you wish to include what variant or what era or what specific movie you would like, you may. You do not have to. Throughout the course of the draft, you can ask for a one-time, one-minute extension. Ooh. Only one time. So, I'm going to go ahead and start your clock now. Hold on. I haven't oh, started it yet. It's official. He's got a clock. Getting a clock. <laughs> All right. Man. All right. We moved it up since right. last time. Yeah. Michael's ready Boom. for this. Lewanika, you were on the clock. It is our very second draft, and we have a bigger budget now. We have a season two budget. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. We have egg timers now. Everybody else is dealing with Abakai and sundials. We've got egg timers. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, Kevin, I'm going to go to you first while Lewanika is still thinking here. You're second. That's an enviable position to be in here because yeah. I think third, it might be the worst, but then you get to go twice. There's different philosophies, but uh, who do you think Lewanika's taken? Who do I think Lewanika's Is your taken? first pick in Jeopardy? Who do Ooh. you think he's going to take your first draft pick? I think he's probably going to. I have a suspicion. We talked about this before we started getting on the recording here. I have a suspicion, Chris specifically brought it up, that there's going to be, I think, a key four characters that we're all going to fight over for the first couple of drafts. So I'm going to guess Lewanika is going to take... One that we all want to take. So I'm guessing he's going to take Captain America. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. All right, Chris, do you, how do you feel about that? Do you think I, uh, Kevin's got Lee Winnicka's number there? I don't. I think there's Ooh, characters okay. that are more powerful. Again, yeah, so, powerful may not be where well, we're going. We're true. going for best asterisk. Best. That doesn't best. mean power. Most fair, enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so but if I had to put money on it, I'm guessing he's going to say Black Panther. Ooh. I got, oh, a, feeling. Hmm. I got a feeling. Okay. It's in my bones. <laughs> all right. Lee Winnicka's choices in so we can cut out all the uh, speculation and with the first pick in the deep party through mcu character draft we have in the paladin category or paladin class captain america oh. from endgame nice yeah nice look at the end i, I was actually looking for my uh, captain america shirt tonight <laughs> to wear which one was going to be a dead giveaway where I was going right off the rip mm -hmm. but more importantly i wore it yesterday because i wear that thing all the time so unfortunately <laughs> Summer months, it didn't survive to be able to be worn in a second day, even though you guys can't smell it. I sure could, so I oh. didn't wear it second day. <laughs> I am all about Captain America. I have been about Steve Rogers for years since Art Adams and the whole bit. For yeah. Sure. All Cap right. all day. Cap yeah, all baby. Day. Cap Excellent. all day. He could do this all day. <laughs> Chris, right. Chris so Evans, can't, you can't be wrong if Chris Evans is playing. Oh, that's my, my favorite no, Chris. You know, my favorite Chris. There we go. My, my second that, favorite Chris. That's America's ass right there. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Right. Exactly. And I'm not all ashamed right. to admit it. <laughs> Kevin, you are now on the clock, sir. Oh, boy. I'll tell you all what. Right. So, Chris, I want to go to you. So, Kevin was right that Leonica was going to go Captain America first. Who do you think Kev's going to take then? Because I have to think maybe Kevin anticipated that, so he wouldn't have put Captain America first. But uh, if that was who he wanted, who do you think his next choice is? Where do you think Kevin's going, Chris? If the shirt gives me an indication, Superman fan, you'd have to go with, and I'm probably going to say this wrong, I think it's Icarus or from the Eternals. Icarus. Icarus, thank you, from the Eternals. Because okay. he was basically Superman. He's basically Superman. In the MCU. So if he's a big Superman fan, you go that route. If he's going for who's the most powerful MCU character, that's a tough one. That's a huge debate. So it, it could be somebody that came in and just completely smashed the entire end of a movie. 
Could be. We'll have to see. Could yeah. be. All right, Lee Winika, you got the first choice. How well, confident are you right now? Do you think you've already got this in the bag? No one's catching up? I am not going to say no one's catching up because I think when we swing around and Chris gets his two in a row, that could drastically change my future. Like my second round <laughs> could be amazingly altered. I think I have a great strategy. I'll talk more about it in thorough when we're finished, but yep. I think I have a really good strategy as far as Kevin. I'm confident he was going Captain America first. That's why I jumped it, on it. You like, know what? It was totally, you totally yeah. sniped it. You totally sniped it. Yeah. Captain yeah. America right. was also no, going to be No talking from you. No oh, talking. Sorry, sorry. You're on yeah, the clock. Yeah. So I, it's, I, it's in, baby. It's I, in. I have a sense that if you don't have a leader of Cap's capability in that paladin role, but you need somebody who's both a competent fighter, a competent inspirationalist. If you don't take Captain America in that role, you definitely have to go Black Panther, which was my number two choice for the paladin class. So I'm thinking he's going Black Panther. I think right. Kevin and I were seeing similar things then. All right. Well, Kevin has his choice in, and Kevin, for the second choice of our 2023 D&D Party by MCU Characters Draft, yeah, he is going in the Warlock class Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch from Endgame. Yes. Okay. You got to go, you got to pick a character that almost 1v1s and destroys Thanos. Let's get real here. Wanda is awesome. She's got a weird villain turn lately, but uh, makes sense for the character. She's extremely powerful to the sake that, you know, all of the sorcerers, including the Sorcerer Supreme, two of them, mind you, are a little bit afraid of her. So she's got some real power there, and uh, she calls from a, a darker spot. So that's why I went with Warlock. Could have easily been Mage as well. But uh, I think Warlock fits a little bit better for the overall, how you would stat it. Hey. I, I thought of her in that movie more as a sorcerer. Okay, fair, fair. I think WandaVision, yeah. she hits that Warlock moment. Yeah, but, okay. But I, a solid call either way. Um, solid call. You grab my number two choice right there. Yeah, because you did snipe my cap. I was going to do cap <laughs> as yeah, leader yeah. of the team, and you totally, I knew that was going to be the first one we were all going to go for, and you had it, man. Yeah. You got the luck of the world. We're going to put Chris on the clock. So Chris was the one who said that he didn't think necessarily cap would be first. So I want to go to you, Kevin. So. What do you think Chris is thinking? Who do you think his first is going to pick is going to be? Because it wasn't going to be Captain America. Can't be Captain America now. Yeah. So where do you think he's going first? I bet Chris is going to go with a wild card or with the NPC just to throw us off our game. Ooh. But I'm going to say that he's going to go with the wild card. And I'm going to say that he is going to go with wild card being an artificer, Tony Stark. And uh, we'll see. We'll see if I'm right or not. Ooh. All right. Lee Winnegan, what are you thinking here? Chris got the third pick, but he gets the fourth as well. So he can double. Mm. He can go unconventional like a wild card here, then turn around yes. and go with what his first pick was anyway. So what are you thinking he's going to do here? Okay. I'm pretty convinced that what Chris is, did a little earlier in this conversation was a bit crafty. I think he telegraphed his move. I think he's going the Hulk, and I think he's going Barbarian. Oh. I think we see it smash now. Oh, boom. There we go. Ooh, ooh, okay. Interesting. All right. So I will tell you, that we're doing the draft a little bit different this time because I'm trying to bring out some color commentary, but I just will warn you, be careful. You might be giving some picks away for the future. Oh, snap. Some of these options you're throwing out as maybes may not have been on the list, but they might become on the list. So I love it if color commentary, but I just want you to be careful so that people don't snipe your choices. But the speculation can be over. Chris has submitted his pick, and with Chris' first pick in this year's draft, he is going the fighter class... Captain Marvel. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. You were right. All right. So, in my talking, I did tip my hat because Captain Marvel comes in at Endgame and wrecks all the ships, basically (laughs) gives the middle finger to Thanos. Yeah. And just basically changes the tide of the war. Mm. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. So, Chris, in our snake draft format, you get the fourth pick as well. I'm putting you back on the clock, sir. Two minutes to go. All right, so we speculated maybe a little bit there, but no one called that out specifically. So now, where do we think he's going? Or how do you feel about the first round? Let's just do that. So you got yeah. Fighter Captain Marvel, Paladin Captain America, Warlock Scarlet Witch. How are you feeling about your draft right now? I think I have the strongest pick in round one, no question. I have no doubt that I have the strongest pick round one. Party as a whole, still up for grabs. I've got competent competition here who knows their stuff. So it's not going to just be a matter of making the right pick. It's going to be about how we talk about our picks, justifying our picks, calling out the right scenes. Because let's be honest, if you're picking from MC Heroes and we're just three of us picking five total uh, characters, 
we're going to pick winners. There's not going to be a slouch mm-hmm. right. in, in the crew, right? So yeah. it's going to be talking to the audience and saying, this is the team you want to go to bat for you. This is the group you want to fight for you, to protect you, to beat the bad guy, to save the world. This is that crew. And so I think a lot of it's going to be in the talk. And honestly, I think Chris is solid. He's solid. Mm-hmm. Kev is solid. I At points in the last one, I thought I had it. And in, in, <laughs> in the end, I didn't. So I'm not going to get too happy about the overall, but I am confident with my round one. All right. We only got a few seconds left, Kevin. So again, you get to pick after Chris because the way the snake drive goes. Mm -hmm. So do you think Chris has any chance he's going to take who you've got next? I don't think he's going to take who I have next. I've got a real standard. I shouldn't say standard. I've got a real good pick next, I think. A real somebody you'd want on any team. So we'll see what happens though with Chris. All right. I'm excited. So the draft pick is in from Chris for his second choice in our D&D Party 3 MCU characters draft. He's gone... I'm going to say unconventional, the rogue class with Gaia. Now, for those of you who may not have, met, have watched Secret Invasion, Gaia is one of the scroll shapeshifters who also gets every power in the universe at the oh, end of the episode. Yeah. So there's that. So, Chris, what do you think about Gaia here? What better rogue than somebody who can shapeshift and look like anybody and can basically infiltrate any place you want? Plus, like you said, she has the powers of many different people. So she's got Captain Marvel's beams. She's got the strength of several different characters. And she also has the extremists running through her so she can heal herself. So we don't have a squishy rogue here. We have a tanky rogue that can punch you in the face while looking like you, which has got to be demoralizing. (laughs) You're me, but better in every way. Or could look like your worst enemy. Or something even scarier the nun who caught me causing trouble in the sixth grade <laughs> mr oh, miller excellent. dang it <laughs> all right so kevin that puts you back on the clock you've got two minutes okay all right okay. so Lewanika, what do you think about guy here as a pick i think it is an interesting choice i like it for all the reasons chris mentioned but i don't know if secret invasion got the following worldwide to follow along with his line of logic. I'm a Marvel fan from back in the 70s and the old John Byrne Super Scroll era, Secret Wars, and then the original Secret Invasions and the original Kree Skull Wars. I've, I owned all those books at one point. So I got to tell you, I really like the choice. So I applaud you for making it. I don't know if that's going to be a fan favorite. But I also had to jump on it now because I figured you guys, being super fans, might jump on her sooner. Didn't sound right. Yeah, no, that sounded very poor. I will say this. It wasn't not on my list. Mm. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, Chris, now you have the unenviable position that you've got to wait. You got two in a row. Now Mm -hmm. you've got to wait three because Kev gets to go, then Lee Winnie gets to go twice in Mm -hmm. a row. How confident are you that your number three choice will still be there when your turn comes back up? I've done many fantasy football drafts. I don't have a choice yet or a pick yet. Oh, there you go. Okay. I cross off names and then I figure it out when I get there. But I have a couple ideas that might slip through that they might not be thinking of. I love that that theory, that comp, that process there, that strategy. That's what I'm looking for, that strategy. <laughs> but let's see how it changes once Kevin gets his, his pick in, which is now in. So for his second draft of our 2023 D&D Party by MCU Characters Draft. Kevin is going in the Warrior class with T'Challa, the Black Panther. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like me, like I said, if you don't have Cap on the team, you got to have this guy on the team. Let's get real. He is ultimate leader. He is a man who's noble, who's just, who can lead the team. He's a guy who's not going to back down from a fight. And he's realistically, he's going to be a character who is willing to do what it takes to get the job done. And uh, he knows he's got a, a birthright, and he knows that he has to protect that with the others around him. And he's going to utilize everything that he has. All right. So, Lee Winiga in our snake draft, you have the next two drafts in a row, sir. So, I'm putting you on the clock for the first one now. All right. So, mm. I got. So, Kevin, mm-hmm. you got to go first. Uh, Captain America. Yes. I do think for a lot of people, that was probably the top choice. Yeah. It, it would have been mine. Yeah. I'll be honest, if I was drafting, he would have been my mm-hmm. first choice. Four other people are gone. He's now getting his second choice. What are you thinking? Oh, I think he's going to go because he went with what he picked the first round. I think he's going to go for a spellcaster this time. I think he's going to bring out the magic, and I think there's somebody specific who could pretty easily fill this role as the main pick for most of us. 
And I'll leave it at that since okay. we're not speculating and giving away. Yeah, again, you, yeah, I do want you to be careful. Yeah. Don't give away your yeah. own stuff here. Yep. It, All right, what about you, Chris? It could be a Supreme pick. We'll see. Ooh. It could, in fact, be a Supreme pick. <laughs> but I tell you, Lee Winnicka didn't waste any time. Nice. He had that one in quick. Nice. So I will go ahead and tell you right now, Lee Winnicka has picked for the second of his in D&D Party by MCU character draft in the Artificer role, Ooh. Iron Man. Oh, yes. that's That makes sense. It's a good pick. At the end of the day, Tony Stark just makes stuff. You've got a hero that is doing okay but needs some help. Call Tony Stark. Now he's got a suit. He is in the MCU what Reed Richards was in the comic books, right? The two characters are vastly different. Comic book Tony Stark and MCU Tony Stark, though they did change him in recent years post-MCU. A great idea to do that because I love the character of Iron Man now. He was not my favorite in the comics before. He was a book that I got when other characters were in his book and the Demon in a Bottle series. That was really it. But he is an amazing character on film. Robert Downey Jr. acted his behind off and nothing for nothing he's a fan fave he started the MCU if he's not on your roster what are you actually thinking I'm starting to see a pattern I may have gotten the skinny on Lee Winnicka's strategy here but we're going to find out if I'm right because Lee Winnicka you are back on the clock sir yes I will I will tell you this hold on yep oh I will say nothing that's what I will do I will say I will say say nothing nothing. you will say nothing (laughs) All right, so Chris, I'm starting to see a pattern here with Lee Winnicka's choices. He's got Captain America and got Iron Man. So do we think he's going with one of the other classic Avengers here? I don't think so. Okay. I'm sticking with my Supreme pick. That's what he's going to do next. All right, so you think he he waited a turn, but he's still going the same way? I think. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, so let me ask you a question here, Kevin. Yo. I think... Pushing through the fog here. Chris is speculating that Doctor Strange would be next, but technically in the MCU, Wong is the source of Supreme. That's true. So do you think Stranger Wong would be the better choice? No comment. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Lee Winnicka, again, did not waste a lot of time. I will tell you that with his third pick in our D&D party via MCU characters draft, Lee Winnicka has gone in the wizard class, Doctor Strange. Oh, you sneaky snake. I love it. (laughs) I actually was going Dr. Strange as my third pick, but listening to the conversation, I'm like, I won't get this one on my third pick. Yeah, that so was I got to take one, it yeah. now. That He was going quick. Well, so so that was up. your third pick because you had no, two and three together. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He was my next one after that. Gotcha. And, but, gotcha, uh, gotcha. I feel strong about, about Stephen Strange. At the end of the day, you're right. Had to get the magic. And if you're going to go the magic, you got to go with the guy who beat Dormammu. <laughs> All right. He's come to, He's bargain. Come to bargain. All right. Kevin, are you ready to bargain? Because you are on the clock, I'm sir. I'm ready. So, Chris, again, where do we think? We've got Scarlet Witch and then T'Challa. So, any thoughts on where Kev might be going next? Yeah, he's got some intelligence, some tactics. Maybe it's time he gets his, his tank or his brute muscle. Maybe it's time to get the Hulk. He needs somebody to I, smash. I will, he doesn't have anybody to smash t- With seven picks on the board, I'm surprise Hulk's still yeah. up there. Like I, I if you would if I was taking bets, I would have thought Hulk was a first rounder. Absolutely first or second. So the fact that we're already in the third round, I'm not saying that's a good pick, but I would be surprised if we got through the third round. Me too. We're still there now because Kev has his pick in and for his third pick, he has gone with the rogue class, mm. the Black Widow. Oh yeah. For sure. So if it's a Black Widow, not powered, would have fallen into the NPC category if we wanted to, but you went for it here. So tell me a little bit about that. Kat. Yeah, definitely. I think Natasha Romanoff, she is the ultimate member of the team. She does a little bit of everything. She could fight. She could sneak. She's got capabilities. She's intelligent. And honestly, she's willing to die for the team to get the job done. Whatever it takes, she's willing to do. To me, that qualifies as what the Rogue just does. I think that she's a great pick. I feel like that... In a different time, a different place, she could easily lead the Avengers. She could be that teammate. So I think that she's just going to be the ultimate pick. She also makes a good peanut butter je- or peanut butter sandwich. Item. That's true. That's true. All right. So Lee Winika, what do you think about Kev's pick so far? He's got three on the board. What do you think about him? Look, she was on my short list. Okay. I I don't believe in a D&D party without a rogue. Right. Because a rogue's got a rogue, and she <laughs> was my number one rogue. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I applaud the choice. I think it's a strong one because a D&D party needs to have that capability. I should have put Chris on the clock already. Chris, you're on the clock, buddy. Two minutes. Go for it. 
I should have done that before I started the color commentary there. So no one has picked wild card yet. So again, you can do that anytime, but you will need to let me know that you're picking wild card. Wild card can be a duplication of a class we've already seen. So if you've already got a wizard, you can go for another wizard yeah. or it can just be an additional class. Just again, to remind everybody, you also have your NPC companion retainer, which think of as a non-powered, but again, you make an argument, I will listen to it. Interesting. Okay. I probably shouldn't say that, but I, Chris just dropped in his pick. Oh. I'm going to say that Chris has chosen for his round three. And again, remember, he gets his second in, in a row. So he's just back to back. He went with the Paladin Spider Man. What? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he did put a little coming here. They sort of the moral compass of the party. So I'm going to allow it, but I think it's an edge case here. He's yeah. always trying to do the right thing. Just because he's young and he's still learning, he's always trying to do the right thing. And he was always trying to convince Tony to do the right thing. So I think in the party, he's going to be trying to convince everybody to go in the right direction. So I got to ask, which film are you talking about? Which one? Yeah, so which more like are we going end for? game in a way. So Tom Holland in Endgame? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Spider-Man. Not Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I would agree with that, but I'm thinking of the last Spider-Man movie. Peter Parker was not doing the right thing until <laughs> the end of the film. You've got to get into college, so. Mr. Stark. All right. So, Chris, again, you got the double in the pick, so you're now on the clock for your fourth pick. This is definitely going some directions I did not anticipate, mm -hmm. which makes me very happy because this is what I was hoping yeah. for. I was hoping it would just be the ones we expected. We've already got somebody from Secret Invasion. I did not expect that at that all but we still have a strong showing from our core cast we got cap we got black widow we got iron man and even if you just think solid core avengers we got black panther and we got dr strange so there's definitely an avengers heavy focus which i mean i guess makes sense in the mcu but i'm interested to see if we get some more of those out because again we got the tv shows daredevil could be in there luke cage could be in there we got a lot of places to go i'm interested to see if we get into any of those corners before it's over Maybe some of our wild cards or NPCs might come more from those. All right. Kevin, you are up after Chris mm -hmm. here. Yeah. So Chris has his fourth pick in in our D Party by MCU characters. And I will say, surprise it took this long. Not surprised to see someone took them. In our barbarian class, we have Hulk. Gotta be Hulk. And clearly not smart Hulk. Correct. This is smashy. Yeah. Yeah. More Endgame, not She-Hulk. <laughs> Here's Martin Endgame. I want the guy that punches things really hard. Yeah. The yeah. angry Hulk. The, the one that we just point to and go smash that. Okay. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe even Hulk from Avengers when he turns around and says, I'm always angry, and then always punches yeah. the ship <laughs> and it just folds in half. So more of that sorry, Hulk. punches the what? The ship. Ship. Okay, ship. make sure I got that hard piece. Oh, yes. <laughs> So I think, Kevin, that brings you up again. You're in the middle. Okay, so go. you get to go next. This is your round four pick. You're on the clock. All right. Lee Winiga, did you think Hulk would go to round four? Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind that Hulk was going in this round. I did not have any hope that he was going to come to me. Like, I had actually moved to my picks beyond that. It would have okay. been my next pick. But I was confident he was going at this point. Uh, okay. I felt with the team I'm building... I felt stronger about having Dr. Strange and the Hulk in that moment, so that's why I swapped my picks. All right, fair enough. Chris, you feeling good? Think you got it in the bag? You making them catch you? So far. I like my team. They're fun. If we're playing a D&D &D party, this is going to give you a good mix of personalities and be fun at the table. So far. Right. I think Kevin... Oh. You're just scratching your eye. I thought you were taking your glasses off because you had a headache. I'm tearing up. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about it too much. No problem. It's, All right. it's been interesting because you guys took things in a different order than I thought you were. Mm -hmm. things I didn't expect Spider-Man or Hulk to be there at the end like this. Yeah, very interesting. All right, so we've got another heavy hitter. I'm very surprised lasted to round yeah. four. So with his fourth round pick, Kevin has gone Paladin of Vengeance 4. Now, is there a specific Thor you would say? Any Thor? Maybe Ragnarok? Or is that more of a in-game when he's bitter? Yeah, no, this is... A, we'll go with Ragnarok Thor, although he's a little silly okay. in that. He's got something to prove. He's ready to get back into it. 
Thor is one of the heavy hitters, like you said, somebody that I thought was going to go a little bit sooner in this. He could have gone a couple of different ways in terms of what the build could be. He could be a fighter. He could be a barbarian on a certain level, but uh, I like him as a paladin because he does have that that just core. He is a son of Asgard, but at the same time, he's willing to, again, get down and dirty and aim for the head this time. And that's what I was trying to do with my fourth pick here. So there we go. All right, excellent. All right, so Lee Winnicka, you were on the clock for your first of two picks in a row. So you close out round four. You were on the clock, sir. No one's taking wild card yet. Chris, again, I'm not trying to ask about your strategy, but do you think people with wild cards are going to duplicate a class? Or do you think that with the variety of classes available, there's no need to do that? Or what are your thoughts? I don't think you need really need to, unless you're trying to team up Hulk with She-Hulk, which not saying that's what I'm doing, but that would be the only reason really to do that type thing if you want to pair two types of characters that might play off each other that D D brother sister thing <laughs> where you can pick at each other and have fun we are making a D party yep we want to make it fun at the table interesting kevin what about you any thoughts on your wild card strategy if you don't want to give away your own thoughts like maybe projected on lee Winika or chris are you thinking duplicating classes or you think that there's enough class variety that you don't need to do that it's just a fifth pick yeah no i think there's enough class variety my i will say this isn't a spoiler because i'm not gonna go into detail my wild card does utilize a class we have not seen Ooh, okay that's not be about to change lee Winika's pick is in and he has picked a class we haven't seen yet uh so with his fourth pick lee Winika has gone barred Loki. Oh, mm. <laughs> nice, nice. So That's... I have to assume this has to be Loki from either Infinity War, the last couple seconds of his life, or in the TV show where he's clearly a heroic figure. Definitely the TV show. I think this pick is here for a couple different reasons, but let's put it this way. I think magic means a lot in the MCU but magic in and of itself isn't enough, so you need that combination. So while you have that pure magic with Strange, you also have that magic, you also have that guile, that cunning, that extra je ne sais quoi, I get us out of this shit. Um, with Loki that you're just not gonna, you're you're not going to get any other way. And I, and I think having him in the party really makes us sing. That's... No party should be without a, a bard or a rogue. You have to have at least one or the other. Since somebody snaked Widow on me, there was no doubt in my mind that I was coming hard with Loki. All right. I'm going to put you right back on the clock, sir. You got two minutes for your fifth pick. All right. So let's just do a quick recap here. So, Crit, you are currently setting on Fighter Captain Marvel, yep. Rogue Gaia from Secret Invasion, Paladin, Spider-Man, Tom Holland from Endgame, and Barbarian, Smashy Hulk. Yes. You've got Kevin here, Warlock, Scarlet Witch, Warrior, T'Challa, Black Panther, Rogue, Black Widow, Paladin of Vengeance, Thor, Ragnarok. So as again, we're moving into our wild court class picks. Do you see any weaknesses in either of the other two's teams that you could exploit with maybe a surprise pick? Has they ch- have they changed your strategy at all in any way? Definitely changed my strategy because the picks went in different order than I thought. Some of them went earlier than I thought they would. So that's definitely changed my strategy. I don't really see a lot of weaknesses. So far, everybody's got a, a fairly balanced party. If people are playing Loki, that, that's a curveball in that game. <laughs> right. So that could be a fun D&D group, or it could cause frustration at the table. And then depending upon how you play Black Widow in a way... If she played as a super spy, then somebody might go too deep in the hole. I'm pretty and going to seduce everybody. So is this back to the hole? I'm going to seduce the bartender or the barmaid <laughs> type thing. So yeah. Yeah, that's the hard part is it, the characters are so open as far as how you want to play them. It would be tough to really find a weakness. All right. We have our first wild card pick. It is, as most of you have surmised, not a duplication of an existing class, but we are going with a Barbarian, Drax the Destroyer. Nice. So this basically fills out, we now have Paladin, Captain America, Artificer, Iron Man, Wizard, Doctor Strange, Bard, Loki, and now Barbarian, Drax the Destroyer. It's a pretty heavy-hitting team there, Lou. You feeling good about your choices? I'm feeling stronger the closer we get to the end. I feel really good about this team. Here at Tabletop Journeys, we've leveled up our game and we're prepared to make your next role 
legendary. We've just started a partnership with FanRoll Dice, and they have over 300 product options to choose from. Gemstone, metal, new liquid core dice, and so much more. Better yet, listeners to the Tabletop Journeys podcast can get 10% off on their orders when they follow the link below and use discount code PODCAST10. A portion of these purchases come back to us, and this is a great way for you to help support the show. So, Kevin, you're on the clock, my friend. Two minutes. Boom. Oh, oh wow. Man. We're just not even going to pretend like it didn't take four and a half seconds. I can see the glint in Kevin's eyes. He's been sitting on this yeah. pick, and he is so happy that this person is still I'm there. Cool. Are you surprised that they're still there? No, because I feel like this pick is, in fact, a wild card. I feel like it's coming out of left field, and I don't think anybody's going to take my classification of this character as their initial thoughts for this character. Okay. We're about to find out if you're right. In the wild card round, Kevin has went with the Druid class. Ah. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Flora Colossus from Planet X himself. Mm -hmm. Now, is this Groot OG Groot or is this new Groot? This is, I'm going to say, Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. because he, Okay, he's, so this is swole Groot. Yeah, because he's got the most versatility that I that we've seen in all the movies and all the different stuff. He's swole, he's really big, he can go full-on kaiju mode, as Mantis calls it. There's even a part where he's yeah. flying around, he does a little bit of everything, he's got the guns inside of him. I feel like Groot is, again, he's one of those characters that's just all-purpose, but what I love about Groot is, like a druid, he's always changing, he's always adapting, he's never really the same, and I think that's going to make the difference for any sort of exploration, any sort of party. That he's ready for everything. You got to be out in the forest, mm-hmm. he's ready for that. You got to go into a dungeon, he's ready for that. You got to take down somebody in a spaceship, he's ready for that too. So he's a great pick, I think. All right. So, uh, Chris, I'm going to put you on the clock. But again, you get two in a row. So you get both your wild card and your NPC companion. So you don't have to worry about anybody else now. You get both of your next two picks, but then you are done. So I'm putting you on the clock, my friend. I want to, I'm interested to see how you close this out. Yeah, me too, considering my next pick just got taken. Oh, we got him. I, got him. I had, not, literally, not the only one. I had literally typed Druid Groot. Nice. <laughs> thinking yeah, nobody nice. would take that, and I was waiting to hit enter. So nice. now I've got to rethink oh. my strategy here. Snake draft. The name is That's accurate. Why. You were snaked. That's why I boomed it right in there, man. I knew it. I knew it was coming. That was my next one. That was my next one. Oh, then you planned that, Kev. You snaked two people. So I'll take this opportunity while we're waiting for Chris to put his pick in. Again, anyone listening, we've been having a blast mm-hmm, doing this. Yeah. We would like to do more, but we want your, again, the participation through the voting helps a lot. New people coming to our shows, listening to them. But we also want suggestions for what we can do, how we can incorporate our fandoms, different drafts. So we did one, basically RPGs. This time we're doing deep parties as MCU characters. There was some debate if we did DC version of this as well, but then I don't like those movies. So anyways, but we would like for you to weigh in to help us choose what we're going to do in the future. But with that, we now have Chris's... So this is your NPC pick. It's technically not your wildcard pick, correct. correct? Okay. So Chris, with his NPC choice, leaving his wildcard to the end, he has gone with Maria Hill. Oh, Interesting. Nice. She's loyal. She's always there. She's not afraid to get into a fight. And she's fairly knowledgeable. She's Fury's right-hand person. For a reason. Some might say even the only reason why he manages to do what he's <laughs> supposed to do. I think that's a solid pick, especially for that role. If you would put her in as your barbarian, I would have had questions, but I think that's definitely mm-hmm. fine. All right. So now though, Chris, so you get to go again, you're back on the clock for your final pick of the draft. And this will again, be your wild card, no matter how you want to frame it. This is what it's going to fall under. So again, so Kevin, looking at Chris's picks, who do you think he's taken to fill that last slot? For his wild card? Yeah. He has Maria Hill. He has Smashy Hulk. He has Spider-Man. He has Gaia and he has Captain Marvel. What's missing? What is the hole in his draft right now that you think he's trying to sell? 
Take the hole in his draft, I think he's going with a character that, again, is a character that's going to do a little bit of everything, help everybody. I think he's going with some sort of roguish, artificer, helpful type, maybe... Maybe we're going to see another Guardian here. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Ooh. Okay. All right. Lee, any thoughts again? We don't want to give him any. He hasn't put his pick in yet, so you don't give him the answer. But do you see a hole in there that maybe he could fill? I think he's got to go with a leader type. I think he's got to find some way to get somebody who can marshal the troops or strategize really well. I have a sense he's, I have a sense he's going back to Secret Invasion for this one. Oh. I will say with my hint, could also be the leader too. Mm-hmm. All right, we're about to find out. I can see him typing. I've typed three times, and I keep going back and forth <laughs> between three. Oh, okay, so okay. I rolled the D12, and that's oh, the yes. one it picked. Yes, D12. Oh! We had him on the oh, ropes, Kev. We, we had him on we the did. ropes. We did, yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to tell you right now, I think this might be my favorite pick of the draft. not saying it's the best, but it might be my favorite. the duck? Oh, wait. <laughs> For the fifth, sixth pick, wild card, Chris has gone with the Artificer. Rocket. Rocket That's Rocket who I was implying. That's who I was implying. I had a feeling. And he could be the leader because he's the leader. You know what's but, funny, Kevin? Yo. Howard the Duck was the second thing I typed. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> Amazing. But I, th- Amazing. I thought to myself, he wasn't in enough of the movies that people would really know mm-hmm. him. Yeah. But the idea of the master of quack foo being on part of your team yeah. is just hilarious i was like you gotta have your plucky comic relief so i thought he's about that it. one guy at every campaign yeah right? yep. every need, need yep. party yep. all right kevin i'm gonna go and put you in the clocks we're close to wrapping up this will be your sixth pick this will basically you've already picked your mm-hmm. wild card so this has to be your npc companion retainer yes. so chris again Looking at uh, Kevin's pick here, what do you think he's missing, or who do you think he's going to go with to to fill in that last spot? Ah, who doesn't think. he have? He's got, a leader. he's got somebody with. He's got that. Ah, that's a good. That's a tough one. He could go with a little bit of comic relief. So you could go with a horg, just to add in a little bit of silliness, or he could go with something more serious. Maybe Sharon Carter or Colson, somebody who everybody knows. Obviously. Probably Coulson before he was killed and then brought back. Well, yeah. I guess you could bring him back because he, when he's brought back, but then he, he's all messed up. Yeah. There's a version of Agent Coulson who's a life model deco- <laughs> decoy who's an immortal android. But yeah, we'll go ahead and show Kevin has his pick in. He has gone with his NPC companion, one agent, Phil Coulson. Mm, yes. I was torn. Perhaps the best agent of yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. has ever been agented. Yeah, I was torn between him and another. I will not say the other because there's somebody who has to pick still. But There's one more yeah, pick but, to go. Uh, Lee, I'm going to put you on the clock oh, while we're talking here. I know who he's going to go with. Coulson's just going to oh. be the glue. Everybody loves Coulson. For God's sakes, he was the rallying cry for them to defeat Loki in the original Chitauri mm-hmm. invasion. Well, he's that little push they needed. you got to have him on the team. He's the heart, man. He's there. Yeah, I debated with Coulson and Maria Hill. I just went with Maria because I think she's... I just, I don't know. It just felt better to me. I don't really have a better logic than just my gut said this is a better feel. But how can the guy that picked Captain America not pick either Bucky Barnes before he becomes Winter Soldier or Dum Dum Dugan? (laughs) I could be wrong, but I'm just saying a real Captain America fan would pick one of those two. No pressure, Lee Winick. If you want to change Cap's your thought after... we got to have Cap's boyfriend. I'd love yeah. to see Buck on this list. So, sorry. I'll, I'll go. We'll throw it out there. But... Man, I... I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He I, hasn't picked yet. I so. simultaneously love and hate you, Chris. And I'm going <laughs> to stick with... I am going to stick with the plan. I am going to stick with the plan. I guess I shouldn't say a real Captain America fan. I'd just say somebody who picked him first. Because <laughs> it could be something else that could be sneaking in that I didn't even think of. If we had five... I would definitely put put someone up. Well, I guess you could also go with Peggy Carter if you're a big Captain America fan, too. Or even Sharon Carter, because the the whole tie with that. Okay, so I have to call time out here. So, Lee Wendiga, this is your NPC companion. I don't think that qualifies, because that person has superpowers. That would not count. Okay. So, you have 30 seconds left. Actually, you can have a minute and a half, because you haven't used your extension. So, you've got a minute and a half left to... Second choice of that, buddy. Interesting, interesting. All right. Now that I've that, given him that, four suggestions. Yeah. That was my reach, but yeah. I am going to go with my backup plan. All right. All right. I'm in. I like the fact that we had to make you think a little bit, make you sweat a little. 
<laughs> so I guess technically we should call these sidekicks. They're yeah. companions, retainers, sidekicks. NPC isn't the correct term because yeah. they're still part of your party. <laughs> and they're certainly not DMPs. So is this guys. the final pick right here? It is. Yeah, this yeah, is it. Okay. It. We are this done the final here. Pit. I, I, I almost did something. Ooh. I won't say right now because he's got to put it in still, but I almost did something really crazy with the NPC or wild card pick. And we'll see what he says before I reveal that. Oh, so I'm going to say right now, I'm going to allow it, but he's still cheating like a mug okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> but only because I actually have a soft spot in my heart for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. That I'm going to allow him to take both Agents Fitz and Simmons because they are an inseparable oh, okay. pair on that show. Oh, yeah. I went Fitz So, Luaniga has chosen Fitzsimmons okay. as his sidekicks. All right. We're going to recap everything. You're going to have a chance to make your case. So, here's why I saved this to the end. Because best with an asterisk can mean a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It might be most powerful. It might be most humorous. It might be most f***able. <laughs> you get to choose what your party is best and what basically what your strategy was and what your qualifications are. So what makes your party the best of the version you're going for? We're going to go in reverse order. Chris, you're going to have to make your case first. So to recap, you have your fighter, Captain Marvel. Your rogue, Gaia from Secret Invasion, who is a secret, is a super scroll who also currently has almost every power in the MCU. For Paladin, you went with Spider-Man from Endgame, the Tom Holland version. Mm -hmm. For your Barbarian, you have Smashy Hulk. For your Artificer, you have Rocket Raccoon. And for your Sidekick, you have Maria Hill. What is your thought process? What is the best that this means for your D-Party? I think it gives you a very well-balanced party. I think the personalities here are going to mesh when they need to, but also give you just enough conflict to have fun but not conflict you're going to be angry when you leave the table because that's an important thing to me michael you and i have role played enough times where we've had characters that have had little tiffs but at the end we kind of high five each other after the game because we had fun with it it's all on the yeah. table never after off yeah the table. i think you have enough of that that it can be fun i think you've got almost every role filled i didn't really fill your traditional magic user role just because it's hard to do without going straight with dr strange or wong and I felt that it just fit better with the party to go this route. Let's be honest. I do have three all good-looking people, except for Rocket. You, I wouldn't. You might have the yeah. most kissable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, Rocket. That's a little. Rocket might be all the right. most huggable, but in that cute animal way. <laughs> yeah, true. You do have a very attractive. We got Brie Larson, Amelia Clark, Clark. Yep. Tom Holland, Colby Smothers, uh, Colby Smothers. Yeah. What's the guy who plays Rocket? Bradley Who's Cooper. The guy that does? Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he's Bradley a handsome Cooper. dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, why am I blanking on the guy that plays Hulk? Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. I could yeah. see him in my head, but I couldn't. Yeah. Look, at, um, my strategy with this was to put together a party that would be f that I would enjoy playing any one of these characters. I would have fun with it, and there's not a character here I wouldn't want at a table. I'm not saying you Fair guys don't have that either. I just this to me was the group that kind of sang as we'd be the most effective in getting things done. All right, so Kevin, so you get to go. So what is your asterisk best? What are you thinking your team is the best of? How would you justify this? Yeah. So you have your warlock is Scarlet Witch. As your warrior, you have T'Challa the Black Panther. For Rogue, you have Black Widow. Paladin of Vengeance, you have Thor from the Ragnarok movies. Your druid is Groot, and this is the new swole Groot from Guardians 3, and your sidekick is Phil Coulson. Please give me You're your You're all good. So my strategy in a nutshell was, because we're picking the best Dungeons & Dragons party using MCU characters, I wanted characters that really fit those archetype roles of a D-party. I wanted a mage. I wanted a warrior. I wanted a rogue. I wanted a quote-unquote healer type. And the wild card is just kits in how we want it. NPC, I almost got really crazy. I almost picked Jarvis as an NPC. I wasn't oh. sure how crazy that would be. But I really, I wanted to be, if you were to pick up a D-book and the artists decided to make the characters archetypes be NCU characters, that's what I wanted. So I wanted characters that were immediately recognizable as the builds so that there wasn't any sort of confusion about what we were doing here today. So that was my whole strategy. Oh. All right. And then finally, so we have Lee Wanika, 
So to recap your team, you have in your paladin role, Captain America from Endgame. As an artificer, you went with Iron Man. For your wizard, you have Doctor Strange. For your bard, you have Loki. Your wildcard barbarian was Drax the Destroyer. And the sidekick, you cheated and got two <laughs> Fitzsimmons from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So walk us through, what was your strategy? What is your party the best asterisk of? So my strategy up front was listed all the standard 13 D&D classes. And then I literally just took who would I pick as the number one of each of those things, one through four. And I just listed them all out in an order. That's why my picks were relatively fast, because even if things fell off the board, my number two pick in a given class was there. I only had to use the number two pick in a class to get a specific class with uh, Drax, mostly because my goal was to get leadership down pat, to get tech down pat, to get magic down pat, and then figure out a way to get some extra or to get roguelike capabilities and or additional fighting. And because of the way the things went, my paladin happened to be a really good fighter and the leader. My my artificer happens to be very powerful as well as the artificer and tech and the resource. He's both the patron and the one who gains the benefit of being a patron in Iron Man. My wizard, straight up, Doctor Strange. I would have gone with Wanda. I would have called her a sorceress. She was actually my first pick because she's actually more powerful. But... We also know even if she starts out that way in tier one and tier two, we know by tier three, she's a little sketch. And by tier four, <laughs> she's on the wrong side of that equation. Yep. Dr. Strange, in the end, I'm happy that it fell that way. Bard was pretty much, that was my ability to get rogue, back up my magic, back up some of my fighting skill because Loki's not a slouch in a fight. He is an Asgardian ish definitely keep that in mind and i think he also has thor's number so he's gonna tee off pretty well against kev's group and and then drax i had to bring the power and as things were falling that's where i had to go to get that power drax will get that job done a little out of control but definitely that power right. and finally Fitzsimmons. i just had to lock down that npc with a solid tech base that's always going to be there doing those things keeping that base at home, keeping that information channels open. It makes my team the most versatile. Who doesn't want a built-in love story? Exactly. <laughs> if you play a game, there's always a love story in there somewhere, and I've already got it built in. Honestly, this is the kind of group I would want to take to the Tomb of Annihilation. I would definitely take this on Dragon Heist. I would take this pretty much anywhere you got it. Any adventure path that Watsi has produced, I would take this group to and know that this group would do exceptionally well and be a lot of fun to play in every single one of those adventures. This is that kind of group. And to be honest, I know Chris's group is pretty good looking and all that, but let's be honest. Like I said, I've got America's Ash. I've got Tony freaking Stark. I've got Benedict Cumberbatch. I've got Tom Hiddleston. And look, take him out of the makeup a little bit. Batista's not the worst looking dude on the planet. And Simmons is quite the eye-catching one. I absolutely believe that this is the most thirst-quenching team. Thirsty. Oh. <laughs> that they have uh, on the table. Excellent. The thing about it is, though, is that it's not our decision. It's not our choice. It is yours, dear listeners. The ball is now in your court. So you have three things I want you to do, dear listener. One, go and vote. So whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, we're all going to put multiple polls up. So if you want to vote more than once, go for it. You get to pick for who you think put together the best team. And again, you get to choose what best means to you, whether you believe what they elicit as their strategy or not. Who do you think is the best? I want you to tell me who your team would have been. Now, obviously you may not have to draft it, but if you could put together your six, who would it have been? Let us know. I'd love to hear that. And make sure that you tell us other things that you would like us for to do in this format. What are some other IP mashup drafts we can do or any other sort of categories we would love to hear that from you dear listener so one more time we're just going to go around the horn let everybody wrap up tell us who they are where they can find you and i'll start with kev oh cool. yeah thanks so much and yeah, it's just great to be back great sitting down with the three of you guys great to sit down with you guys and uh, do this again yeah i'm kevin i can be found online at the socials at kev ran games and i am a co-team production type person over at wanderers haven uh, which is over on twitch and youtube as well uh, i play in a bunch of different stuff i've been on our 
RPG Academy quite a few times and uh, love it every time. And I'm also the U.S. Ambassador, like Michael said, of Lanata Turna, which is a new 5th edition Grimdark setting that can also be found on Twitch, which is coming over from Italy. It's very cool. It's very uh, spooky. It's a world where the sun hasn't risen in 161 years and some craziness is going on. We got new art coming on, so come hang out with us. So, thanks for having me back. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Happy to have you. Chris, I'm going to let you go next. You can find me on X, Twitter, whatever it's called now, <laughs> Burlu underscore Chris. Otherwise, you can find me here every other Wednesday and every other Thursday doing Dragonlance. I think somebody mentioned that earlier. Hint, come mm. see me Thursdays, every other Thursday. And then every other Monday, you can see me on a Smuggler's Blues, the Redemption Continuation Tale. Fantastic. Lee Wanika. I'm Lee Wanika. I am one of the three hosts of Tabletop Journeys, a TRPG podcast, where we talk about all kinds of tabletop games. We run actual plays. Currently, we're running Star Trek Adventures RPG by Modifius Entertainment, having a absolute blast with that game. Just doing an amazing things. Our actual play cast are all a group of forever DMs that are finally getting to sit on the player side of the table and getting to play and we are having a lot of fun building out that world. So a lot of good things there. You can definitely catch our show. We do tips, tools, techniques, all that kind of stuff for gamers, for players and storytellers. If you're new to this, if you're a veteran of this, we're here for you. You got questions, we got answers. Hashtag call your boys. TTJ. <laughs> By all means, you can reach us at uh, ttjourneys.com. That's where you can pick up our podcast from our direct page, see our blogs, things like that. But you can catch us on any podcatcher. We also are content producers. We have a recent Dragonlance supplement book that that released August 1st. That can be found on the DMs Guild. Just search for Tabletop Journeys. You'll see the host of things that we have on the DMs Guild thus far. We have an upcoming Kickstarter, so look out for that hit us up and see us on facebook our facebook group for updates on that that'll be launching end of september so we're really excited about the upcoming project which will be on factions and how they interact it's going to be largely system agnostic with some specific rules for 5e with future for possibly other games depending on where we go for stretch goals catch the tabletop journeys on twitter at tt journeys all right, and we'll put links in all the show notes. We'll have all the links to everything to make it easy for people to get to. I, of course, am Michael here at the RPG Academy. I do a whole lot of things. I'm in most places. If you search the RPG Academy and you find something, it should be me. I'm still most active on Twitter, but I am actively trying to move away from that platform. So I'm trying to now be more active on Blue Skies, the same handle at the RPG Academy there. I really hope that you will, if you're coming to our show through some of the others, hopefully you'll come back for more. We do a live show every the week called Detention, which is a ton of fun. I believe both the other gentlemen have been on here with Chris and I on that show. is absolutely a great time. I would love for you to have you come check that out. Brilliant fun. But the biggest thing I want to promote right now is our Catacon Kickstarter. This episode should come out before the Kickstarter is over. If not, even if the Kickstarter is over, you can still support us through tabletop events. I want you to come play games with us in November, but if even if you can't, if you just want to throw 5 or $10 our way to help support it, I will not complain at all. Our Kickstarter launched just yesterday from date of recording. We're already at 82%. This is one of the fastest Kickstarters we've ever ran for the amount of money that we need. It is absolutely just blowing all my expectations away, but we're not there yet. So the way Kickstarter works, unless you get all the way to 100, it doesn't matter. So we're just still pushing, pushing. So hopefully you can come support us there. And I'll just sign off, even though this is going to go on everyone's feed, we will sign off the way we always do at the RPG Academy, because it's a universal philosophy. I think all of us like to live by it. And that is, of course, if you're having fun, you're doing, doing it right. right. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram at TT Journeys, joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. Our full episodes come out every week on Friday. And every Tuesday features actual play and gameplay showcase episodes. Looking for early access? You can support the show and get episodes before everyone else at www.patreon.com forward slash Journeys. Check it out today and see all the awesome benefits we bring to our supporters. 
Lastly, if you're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible, we would really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And we bid you fair tides, friends, for Legends Awaits.